0: Everybody, I'm Mo and I'm Katie, and this is the The Mo Mo and Katie Show. We're two friends from two different worlds coming together in harmony for one podcast. We're random, ridiculous, and have been taking humor seriously since 2018.
1: Each week, we'll share two positive news stories, a quirky fact, today's weird holiday, a shared experience, and we may even play a game, all while punning the crap out of each other. No, you can't say that
0: fine. It's The, the Mo, Mo and, Katie. and Katie Show. Gratitude, humor, positivity. Hey everybody, I'm Mo and I'm Katie and this is The, the Mo, Mo and Katie, Katie Show. Now
1: don't go run it over to
0: YouTube.
1: There's no video for this one.
0: <laughs> we are adjusting our rhythm here for these next couple of weeks because Mo and I each have some respective traveling. And we're no, making it of no, no, mine is respectful. traveling.
1: I'll respect it.
0: <laughs> my bad. Most traveling is disrespected. Anyway. Anyway, and actually, so, you know, last year we brought you a video, or was that this year? I think it was last year. When, when were you in the Grand Canyon, Moe? I can't remember. I don't know. Oh, she doesn't know. When the anyway, aliens we, brought me. We brought you a video from the Grand Canyon, and today I'm coming to you from Niagara
1: Falls. Nice. It's so hey, uh, cool. Part of the reason, part of the reason we're doing this in and uh, not videos, because Katie is only wearing a barrel. <laughs> so embarrassing. <laughs> embarrassing. Uh, I just okay. <laughs> <laughs> I can hardly barrel your oh, sense Lord, of humor. Okay. Oh, okay.
0: <laughs> yeah. So for my so my first time at Niagara Falls, it is incredible nice. so yeah. so amazing so
1: I, you know it's one thing I think we overuse the word awesome but that is mm-hmm. one place where when you say awesome Ugh. it is I mean th- just the power and I'm so glad you got to guess you guys got to go see it so
0: oh so phenomenal we went down and we rode the Maid of the Mist and you're, you're down at the bottom of Horseshoe Falls and it's like you're standing in a hurricane
1: yeah
0: the wind and the the I was I was like putting my sunglasses on so I could see but then my sunglasses would get completely covered yeah. it was crazy but yeah. it was really incredible and um
1: really can I just say as well. though as 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 the office fan that you you profess yourself to be <laughs> I cannot believe that on your 30th anniversary trip, you and your husband didn't renew your vows a la Pam we, and Jim.
0: We could barely, like, you know, when the wind's blowing like that, you can barely stand up on the boat. But I'm, I'm just saying,
1: if it was a Chandler-Monica situation, I would have been all over it. So, um, it's just good to know who the true, who the true diehard fans are, though. So, it's oh. good to know. So All right, fine.
0: <laughs> well, <laughs> if, it, if it makes if it makes things any better... Um, on the way home, we're actually going through Scranton. We're going to spend a day in Scranton, Pennsylvania. And I have a list of all the things I've got good. to go see that are office related. So I'm super good. excited about yeah, that. Yeah, That's awesome. So, good. Yeah, I'm excited. And then tomorrow, if I could just go, this is like a really good week. Then tomorrow on Saturday, Janine, who is the lead of our quartet, Twist mm-hmm. of Fate. Janine, as a belated birthday present, is taking me to see the music man in New York City, with Sutton Foster and Hugh Jackman,
1: and I yeah, am so, so. So let's let's excited. let's um let's say that sentence the correct way. Janine is taking you to go see Sutton Foster and Hugh Jackman, and there happen to be some other people on stage and there'll be some singing. <laughs> yeah. That's all. That's all. I That's I actually was
0: watching. I was watching TV and Greatest Showman came on. I took a picture of the screen and sent it to Janine. And I'm like, we're going to oh, see Lord. him on Saturday. <laughs> so. That's so awesome. and then around the same time, Mo, you're getting ready to go do another um the american cruise lines you are mm-hmm. a guest speaker on their cruises and yeah. you've been doing all your all your ohio river homework and um you've got yeah, some kinda, speeches it's coming cool. up
1: cool i'm going from st louis to pittsburgh all along well we started the mississippi river obviously and then um, mm-hmm. go um mostly along the ohio river so i'm really excited i mean that's that's when i go like the atlas obscura much like you trying to find the lady in the shark or the shark that's lady, tomorrow we're going
0: to buffalo yeah go. i'm gonna find go it
1: yeah <laughs> awesome
0: Cool. All right. Well, my goodness, we have a lot going on in the world—Niagara uh, Falls and Shark Lady and uh, American Cruises and Ohio River—all are all things going on in the world. Moi, tell us what else is going on in
1: the world. Sweet. Have you ever um, have you ever been to a wedding like where the dog is like the ring bearer? Or yeah. Well, so, no, I haven't, but I've seen. Yeah, I've oh, seen. Pictures so, I, so stuff. I I actually married a friend of mine. I, as in, I. Did the ceremony? You officiated at the ceremony for my friend. See, that's a little. Got you. So you're then.
0: married. You're married to two different people. Okay, got it. Go ahead.
1: Three actually with Jen, <laughs> but uh, no. So i i got to um, I got to do the wedding for my friend um, Natalie and her husband Paul, and mm. her dog Jackson was the ring bearer, and that's Jen awesome. was managing Jackson, so it was it was
0: that's it awesome.
1: Was awesome. So I always think it's neat when because you know we're both dog lovers, and I think it's always neat when people uh, incorporate their dogs, but. This is a story about a couple who um, incorporated a dog, but unintentionally. So oh. they were at the altar, and as actually, as she was getting ready to walk in, down the aisle, um, uh, Tamaris Mazzini w- uh, noticed this yellow dog that was just kind of mingling with all the guests, like not uh, not jumping on people, not crying, or not barking or anything like that. So whatever. So they they do their vows, uh, her and her now husband Douglas, not the dog. <laughs> and as Douglas and Tamaris are walking out of the chapel, the dog like jumps up on them and is like uh, like Hey, I- I'm joining you!" So this dog oh basically gosh. crashed the wedding and then crashed the family. And um, they, I-, I believe, they now have adopted the dog. So um, oh, that's awesome! Yeah, but this dog just kind of strolled in this way. And they said basically, you could see from the scars that the dog had kind of a, a rough path to the altar. Um, so is probably gonna be loved like he or she should have. The the picture that of the dog's amazing. legs are crossed sort of tell if it's a boy or girl. <laughs> you have to zoom in a little and see what's yeah, going on. Yeah. No, here. I tried and uh, yeah, I, I can't um I can't see. So yeah, they've they've uh, adopted her or him or they. And um yeah, I just think that's I just think that's really, really neat. I just think it's funny that I think sometimes your dog finds the person, you know, and so Absolutely um, yeah, so like uh, I pronounce you husband and wife, and now you <laughs> and have a, a, a son or daughter. Yeah, so happy marriage. Here's your dog. It's yeah. like, and it, oh, that's like the best like like party favor
0: ever. To go <laughs> here's for your a puppy. Wedding. Yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> but he, he was, here was here's the quote. I love that. They go. Um, the the wife said, "He's so loving. Despite everything he's been through, he still believes in the goodness of people. He gives us hope. I just think wow. that's so awesome. So.
0: That's awesome. I love that. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Well, my story is about a hero. So in Sacramento, there's a seven-year-old boy named Masaya, Masaya with an A, Brown. And he went down to the... He was at his apartment complex enjoying the swim. And he, all of a sudden, this seven-year-old noticed that there was a three-year-old toddler who had sunk to the bottom of the pool. (laughs) Yikes. And he dove down and grabbed the three-year-old's arm, brought the three-year-old up out, out of the pool, and then a 9-year-old helped him take this child out of the pool i don't know i don't i i'm imagining it's the kind of thing where the the, the toddler had fallen in and, and it happened so fast that the family hadn't even noticed it um so uh, so uh, some adults did notice right away they called uh, 911 and um savannah's mom performed cpr on the child and the child is um In the hospital, but I I believe the child is doing well. And it turns out that Messiah's father, Marcus, is an Olympic boxer. And um, he said that his son swims like a fish, um, but he's super empathetic as well. So they're not surprised that his instinct was to kick in and save this child. So just a big shout out of gratitude to you, Messiah, on rescuing this other child, you and your friend Savannah. And uh, thank you for paying attention and thinking yeah. fast and saving God, it reminds
1: me of that. What was that article, uh, the incident recently with a um, synchronized swimmer? Although I don't know how you call it synchronized oh, yeah. swimming when you're swimming by yourself. But whatever. So the, the swimmer, um, uh, the swim dancer was, mm-hmm. what do you call it? Water ballet? I don't know. Something like um, that. I've got this Fantasia thing going into my head. But, yeah, when the, when the coach <laughs> died in. That's a hippo thing. Too. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> no, she was a very, very um, thin lady. Um, but... Yeah, so... Oh, that's amazing, though. that
0: uh, pools... I the bathing, I, I tell the bathing you what, suit fit over her hippos, okay?
1: Oh, my God. I got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had pun face for a second there. For no. just a second. <laughs> yeah, pools I mean, scare well, me because I I just... Uh, that's... I'm just going to have Messiah come to my pool. There you go. He, he's going to be your lifeguard. Yeah. <laughs> pull, you, pull you off the bottom so of the pool. So you said he swims <laughs> like a fish does his father... Um, dance like a butterfly and sting like a bee is that Some is that the right phrase carp joke. Oh, too you. or something there's a what joke
0: <laughs> sports ball um i was gonna say you're, you're just carping too much about it so um so so moe for my quirky fact today i got kind of excited and again because Sugar. i am at niagara falls i went on a little bit of a deep dive but um but um ...about Niagara Falls, and they've been taught, you know, you've been hearing about who has actually gone over the falls in a barrel, um, who has survived, who has not. And you probably know some of this because I know you used to do some tour guiding in this area. So I I do want to talk a little bit today about Annie Edson-Taylor, who was the first person, happened to be a woman to ever go over the falls in a barrel and survive. So this, I thought was... So th- I've been hearing this, you know, all day. Do you know who else was in the barrel with her, Moe? Do you know this fact? There was
1: a turtle, I believe. Like her... It was a pet of hers. It was a pet, yes. It was a rabbit, maybe? No, it was a cat. Okay. So <laughs> and I don't think Annie the cat Edson, made it, did it?
0: Annie Edson Taylor... You know what? I'm not... Let me look really quickly. Her only injury... I think the cat did make it. The only injury was that she had a cut on her forehead and the cat? um yeah, you know a cat scratching her but she um she went over the falls october twenty fourth nineteen oh one and became the first person to go over and survive um and now unfortunately you know she she's you know after that she thought she'd be famous she sold mementos um But unfortunately, not Mentos, (laughs) Momentos. But she never found fortune. She passed away in 1921, poor and destitute. So there's that. But this whole, there is this... infoniagara.com com, where this whole list of people who and i just i spent way too much time like reading each incident <laughs> of um each person you know who had survived and who had not survived and what they went over the falls in whether it was a barrel or like a, a jet ski or and then i was reading about nick walenda who went over from he went over from goat island over to the canadian side on a tightrope of course because that's what With nick the passport walenda does yeah well, yeah, of course, because they wouldn't... He could get over it, but they wouldn't let him back, so exactly. there's that. So, um, but it shows the whole... So, yeah, so I went on a bit of a deep dive that today. I won't go into all the stories, but I did think
1: it was interesting. Well, thanks, for not, thanks for not going all the way over the edge then with that <laughs>
0: reporting. I did think, um, you know, I'm glad that Annie can ad- do that,
1: so... Oh, my God. <laughs> I, I, you know what? I, I, would, I could feline a pun coming. <laughs> Again, uh, as long as you
0: can bear barrel it. So, <laughs> yeah. So anyway, I I I like. I feel like I could talk for a while about all these daredevils because it's kind of fascinating. And again, the whole motivation is people thought after I do this, I'll be yep. famous and I'll yep. be rich. And some of them didn't even make it. So it was very interesting to deep dive on that. So that's that's my lump of quirky fact today. Wow. My lump of my lump of quirk. Yeah. So. Lump of cork, if you will. So just uh, save us by telling us what today is, Mo. Well,
1: I'm going to keep the water theme going. Um, oh, good. There, there will be no cats, at least no uh, undeclawed cats in this story. But today <laughs> is National Water Balloon Day. Oh, fun. Yeah, yeah. But... So, okay, so because we are an educational podcast, first and foremost, I yes. thought it was interesting that, so, yeah, water balloons, we've all done that. Uh, plus, the, the, the word jiggly was used uh, way too many times for me not to giggle, but um, um, my, my balloon don't jiggy jiggy. Okay, anyway, so this was interesting, I thought. In 1950, there was a okay. British inventor, and his name was Edgar Ellington, and he mm-hmm. was actually trying to figure out a way to, to treat trench foot. Trench so he, foot? Trench foot? Yeah, I think it's basically when your feet are—I don't know what it means—but uh, trench foot. It doesn't matter. It's okay. not something you want. So he took a latex sock and he filled it with water, and he thought that maybe that was a way to treat trench foot. But what happened was the latex sock um, leaked because you—you never want a hole in your latex because that's dangerous. So he took the—he took the latex sock and he just—you know—it was like this blob of water-filled latex, and he just basically threw it against the wall. And when it exploded against the wall, he goes oh, my God, this is a great idea for kids. And so he took turned this, like, poor invention accidentally into a a, a thing that we all play with, which is water balloons. So oh, thought, that's really cool. Yeah, yeah, I just thought that was really neat. It was interesting. I'm like, you always wonder, like, again, who gets the idea to, to 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 pry open an oyster and suck out the booger-looking thing? <laughs> exactly. You're like, oh, you know what this is missing? Tabasco and horseradish. But same so, people like, "Okay, so, I'm going to put some water in a balloon, you know." There you and, go. <laughs> yeah.
0: Okay. So what's what was the what was his his name again this guy that that decided to put the water in the
1: balloon? Edgar Ellington. Edgar Ellington. Here it
0: comes. So, you know, um Oh, lord. You know Here what his comes. widow what his widow would always say? She would always, well, so here's the sad part about <laughs> the story. Is they actually got a divorce before he died. So, she really really missed her late ex-husband. <laughs>
1: You see, and I get in trouble for having too much setup for my puns. That was worth it though. <laughs> you happy? You happy? All right. Gloves are off. Let's go. <laughs> All right. Well, um
0: let's talk today about um, speaking of water balloons and things that we, you know, games, children's toys, things that we do, things we that we chuck at each outside. other. Yeah, that's right. Um, let's talk about you. You had recommended this as a shared experience today for us, Moi. Talking about games that we can play at picnics and gatherings and things like that, and of course, water balloons are one of those. Yeah. So, what other things have you um, have you had experience playing? at group functions and outdoor picnics
1: and things like that. So the two that come to mind in addition to the water balloon toss is, well, three, the watermelon seed spitting contest, um, and then the three-legged race, which I'm not oh, sure yeah. if that's offensive in today's world, but um, when you tie... <laughs> I don't think you need to... Well, if, when you consensually tie your leg to somebody else's leg... May I tie my right leg to your left leg? <laughs> well, ideally, because, yeah, if, if you if you tie the right leg to the other person's right leg, it's very, very... I mean, it ups the degree, degree of difficulty, um, but it's... You just run around in circles. Yeah, you just, well, well you know, anyway. Um, and then the uh, the wheelbarrow race. Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, so, man. you know, yeah. So, things yeah. like
0: Well, I think now the, um, the, the graduated version of that is cornhole, like, cornhole's become, like, the thing everybody plays now. Yeah,
1: but that's, I mean, that...
0: We were even uh, walking the streets of of Niagara Falls, New York, and saw people playing cornhole. There's, like, this area set up where people are playing games, and cornhole was one of the ones. And I was thinking, like, how long has cornhole been around? Because I I didn't grow up seeing people play
1: cornhole. Yes, I think it's... In fact, I I believe if, if when I start studying for my cruise, I will find out that... Um, I think Columbus, actually. Columbus, Ohio, claims themselves oh, really? in the I, I, I'll look at my notes. I could be looking well, up, you would know, pretty much you're, what I do. Yeah, you so. would know
0: because you're a colonel.
1: <laughs> that was cheesy and corny.
0: Sorry. I'm laughing way harder at my own jokes today than you are. <laughs> <laughs> Just today? <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, Anyway. I think about when my when I was growing up in the late seventies, early eighties, and my parents would have like picnics. My parents had a croquet set, and and I do the mallet and the balls through the wickets, right? I don't know that I ever actually learned how to play correctly. Like my sister and I would just set it up and like take the mallets and you, you know, just, whack just whack the crap out of the ball. Whack and the and crap you, out of the know, balls around the go. yard. But also they would set up like the badminton net in the backyard and people oh, yeah. would play badminton yeah. with the you know the birdie and the shuttlecock. You just like saying the word shuttlecock.
1: I'm sure. I right, um, <laughs> not so much the shuttle. Um, what about the um, um, uh, bocce ball? Did you ever play that?
0: No, I never... But uh, you know what? Actually, I feel like my parents have a
1: bocce ball set, too. It's like lawn um, bowling, isn't it? Lawn bowling? Roll the bocce. ball, yeah. 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 I'm not 100% sure, but... Okay. Clearly, but we didn't when, play that. Um, We're just chucking water balloons at people. Do you know the, You my... know the trick? You know the trick, uh, and of course, Edgar Ellington, the latex husband of the Mrs. Ellington. Um, <laughs> so the trick... Because a lot of times, you ever throw a water balloon and it doesn't break? Yes. Like, if I want the balloon... T- I don't know if you know this little trick, but you punk, you pierce a little hole near the top and so that way so when you when it makes contact it will well of course because edgar ellington when he had the latex sock filled with water to figure out trench foot to heal trench foot Mm -hmm. had a hole in it had the leak and that's when he chucked it against the wall and that's why it exploded so again i just i borrowed that technique from edgar ellington it's from his uh, manual (laughs) for water balloon wars so
0: by edgar ellington Um, yeah (laughs) i keep wanting to say edgar
1: i keep wanting to say edgar ellington poe (laughs) yeah never more don't ever do it (laughs)
0: So one thing that we had, so we did we did youth ministry for a lot of years, and uh-huh. we used to play games. And in the summer, we would play games outside. Um, one thing, one time, we made a giant slip and slide out of like two tarps on a nice. hill, like pinned them down, and it was it was it was a blast. It was so much fun. Yeah. And then another thing we used to do, we had these things called finger blasters, and they were these little rockets with um, a loop, an elastic loop on the end, and so you hold. I gotta put my device. She's gotta put her her phone down so she can show me this. Okay, (laughs) you hold. You put the plastic loop on your finger, and then you pull the rocket back, and it's like a slingshot, and they fly, and they're shaped like little rockets. And we would have like we had a whole big bag of them. We would just divide the kids up and have a war, (laughs) and it was phenomenal. Um, You ever do like silly string wars or
1: shaving cream wars?
0: We didn't do that as much. I did the The other thing too. Is we had uh, we had a catapult that launched water balloons. Nice. So we was it just a brawl? It was not just a bra. <laughs> no. Was it two bras? <laughs> no, but that probably would have been maybe a better way to make
1: it. Oh, was it that French um, the the hosiery the jock strap? <laughs> <laughs> no, it was an actual thing that we got at the dollar store. So you there's got a that. jock strap for a dollar? Would you stop? <laughs> I'm not the one buying jock straps at the dollar store. Neither am I. <laughs> I mean, I'm back in the day. Well, if you can't be an athletic, you know, just be an athletic supporter. Be an athletic supporter. Right El High.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Lord. So, hmm. I, feel like, I feel like games have evolved over the years. Like, you, you think back to, like, I don't know that people play, like, croquet anymore, but,
1: but, cornhole, but like, everybody cornhole plays Cornhole. So new, yeah, Cornhole is the new croquet. Th- th- cornhole is the, is the croquet of millennials. I don't know. But I think there's some that are sta- that do stand the test of time, like water balloons. I still think. Sure. And there's that couple on TikTok who do they they fill a water balloon with uh, they fill a balloon with water in um, mostly shaving cream, and he like dangles them from the air, or he'll throw them in the air, and he'll he'll shoot them, and they just explode. I mean, that's that is next level, and that's not just <laughs> that's a summertime thing. They're doing it like every day.
0: Awesome. <laughs> that's awesome. So, listeners, tell us what kind of stuff you know, what kind of games do you play at picnics and parties that are outside? What kind of, you know, tournaments? Um, I feel like there's stuff out there that people do that we probably don't even know about. And I would like I, to know because I like to have fun.
1: Yes, well, and, and so now that you have a, a human sized life-size deck of uh, Dutch Blitz cards, that's obviously yes. a thing you can do. But the other thing I saw people do is they did a human foosball. They made, like, yes. a human foosball, like everybody's holding a pool noodle or something like that. I want to know if anybody's ever played human foosball. We I know it's did called soccer, but you know, something like that table. in
0: in youth group where you set people up like foosball and you have to hold your arms out and you have to be touching the person next to you. Yeah. So like if you move, the whole line has to move. Right, right. Um, it was. I, I feel really like I might be too competitive times. for
1: that. Yeah. So you might be kicking
0: people and flipping them upside down and all kinds of things like yeah, that. Yeah, whatever it takes.
1: Play to win. Cheese from us.
0: But tell us. Uh, better yet, show us pictures. What do you yeah. do, listeners? outside at parties to have fun if you're in charge of the of the parties at the game what kind of games are going to be if you are
1: julie the cruise director what kind of games are we playing on your ship that's right there you go (laughs) we'll get on your ship if your games are good enough so yeah there you go
0: ahoy (laughs) well good well good well well hopefully there are a lot of parties going on we still got some summer left people
1: so it is hot down here man is it yeah muggy muggy. this is the
0: muggy part of the summer so so we hope you're all staying cool but Thank you all so much for continuing to tune in and hang out with us. Mo and I love this so much and we love connecting with our listeners. We um, love the connections we've made because people listen to the podcast. Like yep. our friend Elizabeth just, you know, oh, yeah. she was She's, on the podcast Oh, yeah, she is knee a deep in ago. all this. Yeah,
1: exactly. We've <laughs> recruited other people... her now. She's like a spreadsheet wizard. Yeah, and I got That's a text right. message. I think we both got a text message from Carrie and Juliana um, yes. w- with a lemon that wasn't floating. I believe, Or a lime that wasn't floating. Yes. Or a lime that was floating. So And Carrie
0: yeah. was like, what's the deal, Katie? What's what's going on? So. Uh, Carrie,
1: th- two answers, two words. Shoddy reporting. So... <laughs> But thank
0: you all for continuing to tune in. And we just want to invite you to share, you know, share our podcast with a friend. If you know somebody who could use just some uplifting banter and some gratitude, humor, and positivity, because we're really happy to be, you know, if you're not going to laugh with us, laugh at us. We're good with that.
1: We don't mind. Katie is great with that. Yeah,
0: I do. (laughs) So with that, I will close us out today with a gratitude quote. And this is, um, I love this person's name. Her name is Doreen Virtue. Ms. Virtue, if you're nasty, so Doreen
1: Virtue. <laughs> I don't think she is. Can, can you be with it? Wait, is that her maiden, maiden name? Is that I have her maiden no name? No idea. It's like Mr. Wright so, and Mrs.
0: Virtue. Yeah, sorry. Doreen Virtue said, "Don't let negativity from yesterday dull the sparkle of today." Ooh, nice. Every day is a fresh new day with new possibilities, guys. So, you know, if something bad happened yesterday, just wake up and start all over again with that positive attitude because it really does make a difference. Yep. Yep.
1: Awesome. Absolutely. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you. Well, Miss Virtue, I will say uh, be grateful, keep laughing, and stay positive. And we will see you next time. Well, not see we'll you, see but we'll you hear next you next time. time. we we'll, us pictures. You'll hear us next time. Yeah. And have a barrel of fun. <laughs> Okay, bye! Okay, bye! (laughs) If you made it this far, congrats! are part of our elite tribe of weirdos and there aren't too many people who like us like you do
0: but that's where we need your help rate subscribe follow and share this podcast it's the gift that keeps on giving follow us on social media and tag us in any of your mo and katie show interactions because we give you homework using the hashtag tmkspod
1: The Moe and Katie Show has been produced, edited, scripted, recorded, catered, directed, and engineered by Moe and Katie. Our theme song is It Is Fun by HookSounds.com.
0: Here's wishing you gratitude, humor, and positivity. Until we see you next time.